to the $100 MBA show. No fluff, just the good stuff every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's episode, you will learn the lessons I learned after a website redesign. As business owners, we're often itching to redesign our website after a few years. We might do it for good reason because we launched a new product, we got some new branding, and we want to capitalize on that opportunity with a new website. Well, I just went through that with our company, Webinar Ninja. The last website redesign was about three and a half years ago. And with our latest release of our latest version of Webinar Ninja, our webinar software, we decided to also launch a brand new website to go with it, to market, to sell, to educate our potential customers on why it would be a good fit for them, why Webinar Ninja would be a good fit for their needs. So in today's episode, I want to share with you some of the things uh, that we did to plan out this redesign, some of the things that we learned in hindsight, some of the things I would recommend you do the next time you think about redesigning your website so you can get the maximum results. It's quite an investment of time and effort and money, so I want to make sure that you get the most out of it. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Start Your First Online Business, my all-new 10-part audio course on Himalaya Learning. This is a course that's going to get you from zero to one. It's going to get you from thinking about your business to actually launching that business, getting it out of your head and into the real world. We cover things like validating your idea, creating your first product, pricing it, marketing it, financing your business, even creating your business website and more. Check it out at Himalaya.com slash MBA and use code MBA to get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's Himalaya.com slash MBA, promo code MBA. I want to begin by saying that when you redesign your website, the goal is not to just look nicer, right? It's always nice to look good, to have great design, great aesthetic. Branding matters. But one of the things that really helped us stay focused with this project is having a clear goal, a clear objective with this redesign. Now, this is actually easier to do when you are redesigning versus a brand new design. Why? Because you're able to focus on what is the one thing really that we can improve with the current website when we launch a new one. So I'll just share with you what worked for us. So with our redesign, our main focus, our main goal was to make it easier for our potential customers to make the decision to go with us, to choose Webinar Ninja over our competitors. So really want to use our website to educate our potential customer in making that decision. This means that the website's goal, its mission is to give as much information to help make a decision. Now, that could easily be confused with information overload, with like a ton of information, but we know that quantity in communication is not always the best thing. That can overwhelm somebody. So actually, when we began talking about this project, we sat down with our designer, with our content writer, with our developer, with the stakeholders, you know, the founders. We really had to put ourselves in the shoes of our customers. When you go shop around for a new product and you're on their website, what do you really want to know? The first thing is, what is this? What can this thing do for me? What's in it for me if I sign up? Secondly, you want to know, how does this product help other people? 
Can you give you some examples of, you know, how this actually is integral to somebody's success? And lastly, you want to have some sort of understanding, some sort of feeling of what it's like to be an owner of this product, to be a user of this product. So with those three, number one, understanding clearly what this thing does, we decided when we do a redesign of this website, we don't want to just have a brain dump of information on the homepage. We want to break things down. Webinar Nation does many things. So it runs live webinars, automated webinars, series summits. So we decided let's put those on separate pages to explain all the different solutions we have. But on the homepage, let's just focus on what we do best. And what we're known for is an easy to use all-in-one software. So that's really what we wanted to express on the homepage to, to get people to keep reading. The whole point of the homepage is, is that you can succinctly say, this is what makes us special. If you like this, keep on reading. And that's really what we wanted to focus on on the homepage. And that all begins with just the words on the page, the copy. So we actually started with just documents of what we wanted to express on each page. And with the words, we're able to then come up with the perfect images and the perfect videos that would go along with it. So we start with words on every page. Second, we wanted to make sure that our visitors had an understanding of what's in it for them, as well as what kind of impact has our product had on our current customers? What kind of success can they expect? So we made a prominent page on our website called Customer Success Stories. This is something that we didn't do before and felt like it's time to do this. And we reached out to some of our power users, some of the people that love Webinar Ninja, our raving fans. And we interviewed them and we asked them questions about why they use Webinar Ninja and a little bit more about their business and how they utilize Webinar Ninja with their business to grow it, to expand it, to support it. And we feature these awesome people on our customer stories page. So as a potential customer, I can go to the customer stories page and really start to see myself in your current users or in our current users in our example. So I highly recommend you take a look at that page on our website at WebinarNinja.com and see if you can come up with something similar for your own business. Lastly, our customers want to know how it feels to be a user. They want to go for a test drive. So obviously they can sign up for a free trial if they want, but even before they start entering their information to get a free account, we wanted to make it even easier for them to feel like a user so they can see what the experience is like. So we doubled down on videos. We created you know, separate videos for every webinar type so they can have a short two minute demo of what it's like to create and run a live webinar, an automated webinar series, a hybrid. We then created a page called the demo page where they can have short demos of different aspects of the software like our email notification and marketing, like our page builder. These are basically the highlighted features. These are the features that our customers love. So we said, hey, let's show them off with some demos. And what's great about video is that you can quickly show people what it's like as soon as you sign up. So there's no mystery involved. Okay, this is what this website's all about. This is what this software is all about. This is the product. This is what it's like to be a customer. Nothing pains me more than when I shop for anything online, whether it's a software, whether it's a course, whether it's a physical product, and there's not enough information about what it's like to be a customer, what it's like to use that product, what it looks like, what the experience is like. The more I can give them, and video is great for this, the easier it's for them to say, yes, yeah, I want, I want in, I want a part of this. So those are some of the things that we worked on that really worked for us in the redesign. Now, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. If I look back, we did take a very long time to build out this website. It took us over a year, actually, to do this redesign. 
And if I were to do it again, I think our whole team could have uh, done it in a shorter period of time if we really trimmed down the scope. Uh, we were creating you know, a lot of new pages on the website, um, new feature pages, new jobs pages, new FAQ pages, a new about page, all that kind of stuff, right? So if I look closely, in total, we had about 35 new pages. We could have easily launched the new website with maybe 10 pages and added a page as we go along. Now, this is not just so we can get it out faster or so that we uh, do less work before launch. It has a lot to do with momentum. You know, you lose a lot of momentum when it takes a year for you to release a project. You want to be able to get your team a win on something they've been working on as quickly as possible. Also, when you take that long, when you go to revisit the page or you go to change something, you forget why you made those decisions, right? You forget why you made those changes and you're inevitably going to make a mistake or forget something before launch. So that's something that I want to kind of share with you that I would do differently. One thing that we did do um, that was really uh, helpful was that when we created the site, we actually put it on a staging server, sort of like a private area that wasn't public to everybody before we actually released it to the public. And we shared that private new design site with the rest of our team to get feedback. Hey, what do you guys think of this new site? What are some things we can do better? What ways to improve? Uh, sometimes people would pick up typos or, or uh, mistakes that we made. But it's just good to get another set of eyes on your work that you've been looking at for a year. And we got some really good feedback from the team uh, that really allowed us to make some tweaks before we released. Now, anytime you do a redesign and a relaunch of a new site, there will be some hiccups um, the days following the release. There are gonna be some pages that you forgot to do or you forgot to convert from your old site. Some uh, maybe opt-ins are not working. So you're gonna see some things uh, creep up, whether they're um, you know brought to your attention from customers or somebody on the team caught it or you can't catch it. Don't beat yourself up. It's hard to know or cross every T and dot every I before release. Sometimes there are pages that you haven't even looked at forever uh, that appear. Uh, I looked at every single page from the old site and I still missed it. I still missed a couple things. So just be prepared for some tweaking, some changing after you go live. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Now, a quick word from eBay. About time. Timepieces to be exact. Rare watches and new watches, vintage watches. Each one has a history and there's no feeling quite like owning a storied, authentic timepiece. On eBay, you can scroll through a massive inventory of watches curated by serious sellers, and you don't have to settle for anything but exactly what you want. And now eBay's making it even easier to shop confidently thanks to their authenticity guarantee. No fakes, no fraud, no doubt. Every watch over $2,000 is meticulously inspected by independent experts before they send it to you. Once it's authenticated, eBay ships it out to you in just two days, free of charge. When you're ready to purchase something this personal or valuable, you need to know that everything checks out. And eBay does that for you. About 10 years ago, I used to buy a new watch every single year. I used to get one of those cheap ones that cost like less than $100. And my dad, who loves great watches, pulled me aside and said, what are you doing? You're wasting so much time and effort and money every single year picking out a new watch. Invest in a great timepiece. That's what he told me, and I did exactly that. And 10 years later, 
My Tissot is still ticking and looks brand new. I absolutely love it. I get a ton of compliments. It's one of the best decisions I made when it comes to being efficient with my time, literally, and money. Find your dream timepiece at ebay.com slash authentic watches today for domestic sales only. To wrap up today's lesson, uh, redesigning a website uh, for your business is a big deal. It's a big project. So, you know, I, that's why I don't actually recommend doing it so often. You know, every three or four years is, is, is a good kind of sweet spot, only if you have to. And you can make some tweaks along the way. You can make some small improvements if you don't need to do a whole redesign. Because it's such an investment of time and money and effort, you want to make sure that you're doing it for good reason. If you can make the improvements that you want to make to allow your customers or potential customers to make the decision to choose you without a total redesign, go for that step first. We decided to do that major overhaul for more than just that reason. We also wanted to speed up the site's speed so we have faster page speeds. We were using too many builders. We wanted to unify the way we create our pages. And there were some things that were holding our old uh, sales site together that were not updated, so it was causing some bugs that we constantly were patching. So we're like, okay, it's time for us to give this a fresh coat of code. So see if it needs a paint job before you totally rehaul the car, right? Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love what you hear, share this episode with somebody that you love, either with a text message, an email, or just share it on social. Thanks so much in advance for that. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I have something special I want to leave you with. Over the last year, I've been working with a podcast called Finding Founders. It's an audio documentary type of podcast, and they just released my episode. If you ever wondered how I got to where I am today, my story, from how I became who I am as a person, to as a professional, to an entrepreneur, if you really want to dig into some of the failures I made in the past, the struggles, and some of the wins, this is a great little audio documentary uh, is probably the best depiction of my story. I'm going to leave you with a clip from that episode, but if you want to check out the full episode, go on over to findingfounders.co slash episodes. I'll leave you with that clip, but I will check you in tomorrow's episode. Enjoy. I think a week before Christmas, I wake up and my phone is kind of blowing up with tweets and people saying congratulations to me and people I never knew, like Alex Bloomberg from Startup and like, why is Alex Bloomberg tweeting at me? I don't know Alex. Like, he's a big shot. I don't know Alex. I'm a nobody. We realized we won Best of iTunes. I think by February, we were doing like 40,000 downloads an episode. Then I reached out to Apple and I said, hey guys, you know, this is awesome that I'm winning these awards, but I would love to know like how and why. It was very simple. They were just like, uh, you contributed to the genre in a different and new way. This is Finding Founders. I'm Samuel Donner, and today I'll be speaking to Omar Zenholm, CEO of Webinar Ninja and founder of the award-winning $100 MBA podcast. What you heard just now was Omar excitedly describing his successful experience with the $100 MBA four months after its launch in 2014. The driving force behind the success of Omar's projects is his lifelong passion for teaching. 
And that passion for teaching piloted his philosophy that education is a unique experience for every student. No two entrepreneurial journeys are the same, and each person requires personalized guidance based on their values and objectives. Omar's journey to understand people and the world at large stems from his upbringing with an Egyptian-American household in Long Island, New York. So my parents immigrated from Egypt. Having that gave me some sort of balance. It gave me some sort of understanding that, you know, outside the house, there's one way of life. There's the American lifestyle, which I grew up in. That's, that's, I'm an American, you know, that's how I identify. But inside the house, I also had an appreciation for Egyptian culture, Arabic. You know, my father would deduct 25 cents from our allowance for every spoke English on the weekends. I remember um, Hassan Minhaj, who's a comedian and had, has a show called Patriot Act, and he says that immigrants love secrets, and it's true. Right, like they love them. They love bottling them up deep down inside of themselves and then just unleashing them on you 30 years later when it's no longer relevant. <laughs> so you'd be sitting there like, what, mom's a ninja, dad's a communist? Why are you telling me this right now? You don't really understand the full picture going up. They, they kind of keep it from the kids because they just like, whatever hardships they go through, they just kind of try to make it feel like everything's okay. 